Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to Canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This, this is, is the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. And unfortunately, coding clues, uh, it turns out, was a precursor to COVID clues. Clues has COVID. So today I am joined by the dark seeker, Grace Ann Parks. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. 
Uh, Clues, we miss you. Get better soon. Drink lots of fluids. He's probably listening to this, right? Everyone wish Clues well. Yeah. Comment on his Instagram that he should get better so he can keep making his dark memes and our beloved recipe content. In retrospect, his splitting headache that he used coding to <laughs> was the beginning <laughs> of COVID. Makes sense. I, it didn't even occur to me it might be COVID. And now it makes complete sense. I hope he is feeling better, but we will try to power through and create the best women content in his honor. In history, in his honor. This is this will go yes. down as the best twibbon that has ever happened. Ever. Oh, gosh. Okay. Lots of pressure. <laughs> putting lots of pressure. Grace Ann Parks is like Franco Lacosta. She came to play. <laughs> we have one piece of business before we get into our Wendekia season breakdown. The official Sauce Wars merch is here. If he, if someone else is trying to sell Sauce Wars merch, it's not official. <laughs> it is not official. We are the official Sauce Wars headquarters. Mm-hmm. We, uh, <laughs> we have a new piece of merch. It is a t-shirt. It is designed by the brilliant Ella Tolkien. You can pick from five different colors. There's a gorgeous image of two sauce jars spilling sauce, and then it is mixing together with this cup of tea that's steaming up into it. It's gorgeous. Just go to gameofroses.co to pick up your merch today. We are also selling the Gore logo shirts and hats in there. We are also still selling the green Logo toe, 50% of those proceeds will go to the National Abortion Fund. And yeah, get your get your gore merch today. What are you going to be peacocking at your bachelor viewing parties with other than gore merch? Exactly. And also, I will just say, like, I know it's our merch, but I'm obsessed with uh, the tie-dye gore logo hat. I wear it. If you look at our TikTok, like I'm wearing it in so many of the TikToks, it's just it's so cute. And when it's sunny out, you want to protect your face, you know, like prevent wrinkles, all that kind of stuff. You can do that in our Gore logo hat and look cute and rep. Keep yourself out of the sun. That is the best homage we can give to Clues at this time. Exactly. He says that's the best sunscreen. (laughs) Be vampires (laughs) together. The best sunscreen is never leave your house. And stay in your (laughs) Gore logo hat as well, inside your house with the windows closed. I might have messed up in getting my Gore hat because I think it came to me in L.A., but I'm going to get it. I'm going to get my hands on that hat no matter no matter what. Come hell or high water. And that's our business for the day. Now for the segment where we discuss something that is going on in the world of The Bachelor. This is Game of Roses. State of the Game. For this State of the Game, I figured we have our resident Bachelor Nation podcast expert here, Grace Ann Parks. She diligently goes through and listens to all of the Bachelor Nation podcasts 
pulling out the juiciest tids imaginable mm. so that we can do our Digging Deeper episodes every week. But the Digging Deepers are just a glimpse of oh, the larger yeah. whole. There's so much more there that Grace Ann is learning and internalizing, and it's becoming part of your personality, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> So I wanted to get, you know, <laughs> you know, some of, talk about some of the extras, some of the things that you've been learning that perhaps aren't quite correct for a ding deeper, but they are correct for a state of the game. Absolutely. I know that there, there was a quote that we were talking about putting in the digging deeper that we did not. That was from off the vine, Caitlin Bristow's podcast with Blake Horseman. Could you talk to us about what this podcast discuss right so basically Blake and his new girlfriend or their newly public Giannina from Love is Blind they both went on Off the Vine Caitlin Bristow's podcast and during that Blake was talking about the differences between his experience with producers on All Star Shore which is the show that is currently streaming now on Paramount Plus and his experience with The Bachelor producers and how just like wildly different they are. It, I guess the All-Star Shore producers are more hands-off. Um, and he brought up the Communications Act uh, that was amended in 1960. Lawyer Baylock guy. I know, right? It, it, and the way he brought it up, too, I was I was very impressed. He eloquently spoke about it. Like, it was very short. So I did a little bit more digging. And... Basically, what is the Communications Act of 1960? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, it's a it's a juicy one. No. So basically, um, it was amended. So the Communications Act has been around since like the 1920s or something. Um, but it was amended in 1960 because um there was like a slew of scandals that happened in the 1950s that involved producers and contestants. Uh, of several popular American television quiz shows. And the producers would secretly give assistance to certain contestants in order to prearrange the show's outcome while still attempting to deceive the public into believing that these shows were objective, fair competitions when they weren't. Um, and so basically, Congress amended the Communications Act to make influencing, prearranging, or pre predetermining outcomes illegal. And hearing this, I and by the way, for people who are more interested in that, because this went all the way to the Supreme Court because of all of these scandals. Was there a, a quiz show that made this go off or was it a bunch of things at once? It was a bunch. I think a lot. But there was like one particular story in the show, in the movie, rather, called Quiz Show that um, I didn't mm. even know existed until Chad told us about it. I feel like. Clues has tried to tell me about Quiz Show a lot. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and it's interesting because, like, let's be real. Producer manipulation is still happening on shows like Survivor and Love Island, where there is money at the end, at, like a cash prize. But right. maybe it's not as overt as what The Bachelor producers do. And it made me think about, like, oh, this is the reason why Bachelor Pad only went for two seasons and then it was just like 
they it just they cut it off. Maybe they were scared because there was a cash prize in Bachelor Pad that they that, the, you know, a lawsuit could come against them. What do you think about that? I think that this subject is fascinating. I've thought about it a lot while watching Survivor because, yes, they draw rocks to determine teams or who gets to do what. And that is random and where the placement of, you know, they're at the station competing is random. But there's other elements of the game, like finding a hidden immunity idol. Right. Couldn't a camera person easily like direct someone to the hidden location or something? Like, I don't think you could have complete control over this, but it's fascinating to, (laughs) to compare The Bachelor because it's like, the cash prize is not, it's implied. Right. It is, you are going to have an Instagram career. You are going to be able to make money doing appearances, spawn con, et cetera. But it's like they can now, if there is no quote unquote cash prize that they're competing for, then um, they can basically, like Brendan Marias and Piper, uh, who they found talking about Instagram followers, they punished them because they didn't want them, you know, even talking about what the real prize of being on Bachelor in Paradise is. You know, they don't want people thinking about that. And it's like, well, everybody's thinking it. And it's the truth. Uh, as much as you want to hide it and pretend like Instagram followers aren't a thing and it's all about love, like, it, it's not. Spoiler alert. Sorry, it's not. Unless you're Jason and your Instagram is private, (laughs) which we will get to. (laughs) One of the Windeckia rookies just went public randomly this week. It was week three of gameplay. He's just like, you know what? I'm going to pull the trigger now. Like, it's so random. I wonder if he gets a one-on-one or something next week. If he does, that would be very smart. And he's like, this is my big moment. I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious about that, but... This is this is so interesting to me, the the Communications Act amendment and influencing, prearranging or predetermining outcomes is illegal if there's a cash prize. I mean, I feel like there could be an argument that there is a cash prize inherently. And they gave 200K to Michelle Yagane Olakoya. I that is what I'm Literal wondering. Cash. I guess because that's a it was a, as Michelle said, it was a gift. It was gifted to us, um, it, which it was. I mean, they were, it was so like mm-hmm. out of the blue. It was like, oh, and by the way, because it was on, you know, after the final rose, they were like, here's 200K for a down payment on your house as a gift. And I think that's how, yeah. There, I mean, there's a history of gift giving at the after the final rose. Oh but my never gosh. to this scale. I feel like we could do, or maybe we have already on a whole state of the game on the gifts that they give in the in the finale. My favorite is the tent that they gave oh. Jason and Molly. <laughs> that because was... they had had an overnight tent yes. date. It's like, oh, cool. We got a We tent. got a tent. And then, they, <laughs> then Becca and Garrett got like a beat up old van. I was like... Okay. Oh, a minivan. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, at least get them a new one. Like that's shiny. They were just like, here's a, you know. Wait, it was old? I thought it was a new one. I don't know. Maybe because it was brown, I just assumed it was old because br- I don't know why brown cars in my mind. I'm like, oh, that's probably like a 1970s. It was the shittiest car imaginable. <laughs> a brown car. 
<laughs> it's it's the you know it automatically demotes the 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 value of the car if it's brown in my mind. I thought I don't know. Well, hmm. At some point, we will have to go back through Bachelor Pad as well, since I haven't watched it since I was a literal child, and I imagine it, it'll Same. hit different. <laughs> but um, yeah. what are what are the other podcasts that have been things that have surprised you maybe from listening recently? Absolutely. So uh, there, that's the cool thing about digging deeper is. A lot of people are like, oh, how can you do this? How can you listen to all of these? Well, some of them like Trading Secrets or Off the Vine or, you know what, even Vial Files. Like they do talk about other things that are interesting and they do reveal things about themselves that aren't necessarily a quote unquote juicy tid. But Mm -hmm. like I like you said, I consume it. And it becomes a part of me and I just need to share it. (laughs) Um, And the first one, I don't know if this is necessary. I mean, this is definitely interesting, but it's more cool. And it's that last week uh, on Trading Secrets, uh, Jason Tardik shouted us out just in a conversation with his guest. And that was it was a short. Yeah. And I was like, what were they talking about? So basically they were talking about, because it was a, I forget his name. It was some reality TV star that was on there and they were debating about whether or not it would be the same, like the same show format. If back in the day there was Instagram, it was some kind of conversation like Mm. that. And he was like, and you know, I have my, my buds at Game of Roses. We have a debate going on about this. And I'm like, ooh, we do. A debate. Yeah. Yes, we do. Totally. And to continue that debate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fascinating Bachelor alternate universe. If right? Bachelor season one, there was Instagram. But is that saying that Bachelor doesn't start until Instagram? Or is it saying that somehow Instagram like predated a lot of other things about the internet. I'm not. So thankfully the pit gave me this time code. Cause I usually, usually trading secrets. There's not much like hot goss, you know? Um, it's really good advice. I will give him that. Um, but yeah, you're learning what to do with your money, right? Have you done anything with your money because of something that Jason Tardik has said? Actually? Yes, I have because he, I think he talked about something like all the, all your stocks are like all the stocks right now are on sale because we're in a recession. And I was like, Hmm, that is true. So I, I, you know, I got you maybe love a deal. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, my stocks are on sale. <laughs> OK, well, I don't know how if you can tell us about your stocks, but you bought some stocks, presumably. I bought. So he was like, if you like a certain company right now is the time because they're on sale to get it. And I bought. Uh, do you know what the real real is? No, what is it that? is basically like thread up but for like super designer wait what is thread up thread up (laughs) thread up's like people will send in their clothes and they're very picky it's like uh thrifting in a sense it's like uh gently thrifting yes gently used designer things at a really good price and like it's really hard to like if you do want to sell with the real real like your items need to be in like pristine condition 
Um, hmm. But they're still technically used, so they're at a cheaper price. Yeah, whenever I sell my designer items, I I, <laughs> I don't. I've done other things with <laughs> right. I know. See, when Lizzie sells her designer items, she usually what she does is she sets up a booth in the middle of um, Sunset Boulevard. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's on the star maps if you come to LA. <laughs> Lizzie's. <laughs> Really nice vintage <laughs> shit. <laughs> and hey, it's done you well so far. So why would you go to the real real? Like, you know, you 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 have your own little setup. I'm trying to be better about my carbon footprint with regard to clothing. It's kind of one of the my holdouts in in, in terms of, you know, carbon footprint. And so this is very good information. So thank you. I guess. Thank you, Jason Tardick and Grace Ann Parks for this info. Of course. And uh, also no disc to thread up. I am a loyal thread up user. I would say like at least half my wardrobe is thread up because and this is the key, guys. A lot of people are like, I don't like thread up. Is that where you're getting your beanies? No, I actually do buy those like all of the like those are all new. And speaking of beanies, I need a beanie holder. Like, I need something to hold the beanies because they're all in a box. <laughs> That's when you have a problem, Grace Ann, when you need a, <laughs> a, beanie a specific holds. holder for <laughs> beanies. It, I do have a like, problem. You can't put them on a hook. That seems like that would be bad for it. And also, if I since I have, like, obviously more than 20, like, if I were to set up 20 hooks, it does <laughs> not look good. Like, it just, it looks crowded. It'll look crazy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I need to stop. You're like, hello, hinge date. This is my beanie wall. Yes, they're drooping. Yes, I am poking holes in them. It's not protecting them. But now you can see how many I have. Do you like them, hinge date? So, Grace Ann, how about, how about uh, our, our good friends at Clickbait? What, are, what have you been learning from Clickbait recently? Obviously... There's been a lot of sauce, a lot of tea. Well, tea. A lot we've used in Digging Deepers, but. Absolutely. They're great for Digging Deepers. Um, I will say the hardest podcast to get through every week is Clickbait because it is so, like, intensely boring. Like, I never thought something could be that intensely boring and it's because honestly and obviously this isn't like um a surprise to me but I did I thought like maybe they'll switch it up maybe they'll add a segment maybe they'll you know try to get the the group dynamic of Tier, Joe and um Natasha like I, I don't know I thought something would change but it never does um but the one thing that has kind of surprised me is before I started listening to Clickbait I didn't know much about Natasha and <laughs> Natasha reminds me of Garth Brooks now stay with me here Garth Brooks <laughs> just I I promise this is uh -huh. this will get to a good point so Garth Brooks comes across as this like everyday man, everyday working American man who's just trying to get by when in reality, he's a multimillionaire who sells out stadiums in like 42 seconds. He is so disconnected from like, I don't know if you've ever seen videos of Garth. He is there's a very famous no. viral video where he is talking to his Facebook followers and he's like, 
hey guys, it's Garth. And today I decided to join Facebook and he's, and his eyes are wide. And he's like, you know, a friend was telling me about Facebook and at first I wasn't so sure, but then he convinced me. And now here I am. And I want to have, I love your Southern (laughs) accent. Do I sound, do I sound like Garth Brooks? So I, it's magical. Maybe you should (laughs) permanent. Am am I a bumpkin? (laughs) Well, bumpkin's kind of working for you. I lo- okay, Grace and the bumpkin. What would you say you are? Oh, what archetype? It's a mix. Definitely, it's got to be like a mix of the professional and then also just like the fool. So, which is weird because those are like kind of opposite. But professional fool would probably be mine. <laughs> Something like that. I like that. <laughs> I agree. You are very professional. Thank you. Oh, my. Thank you. And a fool. Yes. Hilarious. <laughs> and won't stop sending me possum things. I showed Lizzie today oh, when before we started recording, I showed her my very special earring. It's a it's a dangly earring with a possum on it. And at first she didn't know what it was. And she she said, it what is that? Disgusting. It looked like it was a <laughs> shrimp or like a curled dinosaur tooth. A shrimp? What kind of shrimp are you eating? If this is what reminds you of a shrimp. A claw. A claw. A claw. A claw. This is why Natasha reminds me of Garth Brooks. So. Oh, yeah. It was a possum earring. (laughs) Why does Natasha remind you of Garth Brooks? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm already, like, crying, laughing. Um, So. Garth Brooks again, has this facade that he's really trying to get across to people. And again, he has great music, but he still wants to come across as the everyday man. And like, Mm -hmm. if you were to ask Garth Brooks... That seems important for country music. Absolutely. For sure. And... But it's like, when you really look at it, he doesn't... Like, if you were to genuinely ask Garth Brooks how much a gallon of milk cost, he would genuinely tell you $35, like something insane because he's so out of touch. Like he has so many yes men around him. And I was like, or he just gets the good milk (laughs) for $35. (laughs) The secret celeb milk. (laughs) How much does a gallon of milk cost, Garth? I'd say about $35. Something like. (laughs) Interesting. And you think because Natasha, because she has a big platform, but how is she the doing the everyman thing? So uh, listening to clickbait, she really tries to come across as like relatable. And when she does try to make her points on the podcast that are, you know, ex- like the thing she said about Katie Thurston the other day, how she was like, well, is she pro woman? Was she, you know, tweeting bad oh, stuff? Right? About- <laughs> yeah, it was like very like, it was so confusing and you could tell she was trying to like make some type of like progressive point. But she's again is somebody who would say like a gallon of milk costs $65 because she doesn't know what an actual gallon of milk costs. And so she's pretending to know. And then she just comes off sometimes like really cruel in some of these comments about like players in the game. And it's like, 
it it's sometimes it's kind of hard to listen to because it's like I know there's a Natasha mm. under there that knows that milk is not sixty five dollars a gallon, but she's hiding. <laughs> Does that make any sense? I mean. Maybe after the season ends, I'll have to listen. I I try to not listen (laughs) to not get influenced in any direction. Right. Um, But we probably have time for maybe one more, one more little, little tid, little fun thing that you've learned from listening to these. Um, Let's do a fog, almost famous OG. Um, First of all, they get the best guests. They get all like they had Sarah Bryce on. Uh, and I'm like, please get Charlie O'Connell on next. Like they have the connects to get those kinds of guests. And they had Andrew Firestone on recently. And during that, um, Trista's kids, by the way, like one of them will be going to college soon, which is crazy. Um, <sighs> but the other one, Blakesley, she's 13 years old. And when Andrew came on, he has a uh, son who is also 13 years old. And his name's Brooks. And they were like, let's set up Blakesley and Brooks together. And it was like, oh, my God. Imagine if that came true. That would be like Crown's progeny progeny getting together. I I need that. I don't think we should be doing this to 13 year olds. No, (laughs) I that is fascinating. I would not think Andrew Firestone would be able to record a podcast (laughs) it was bad audio so you were correct uh on that and also lorenzo his audio was even worse like the princes apparently don't know how to italian princes don't know how to do the audio but i feel like those guys who are the richest bachelors we've had yeah they're not they don't have the equipment they're just not plugged in podcasters people who are podcasting they're scrappy they're scrappy. They're making moves. We didn't even get to all of these, but we so we will have to do this again. But thank you so much, Grace Ann, for sharing these gorgeous, gorgeous tips from the nation. We we appreciate the work that you do and and helping us put together these digging deeper episodes as well. I love when you call my tids gorgeous. <laughs> Tids. Tids. T-I-D-S. And now for the segment that is all about the gains for the Windeckia season. We're going to check in with these players. Have they been making moves in the parasocial world? This is... This Week in Gains. The lovable dingbat Gabby Windy continues to maintain the lead, still picking up double the rate of Rekia, gaining 23K, bringing her to 563K total this week. Rachel Rachel Rekia picked up 11K, bringing her to 400K total. Both gained 600 on TikTok. Windy is currently at 30.3K followers on TikTok, and Rekia is at 58.8K followers on TikTok. So we're watching this horse race. Some might call this horse race the Blanco race. The Mm -hmm. Gabby versus Rachel race to one million. It appears that Wendy is getting still double the gains of Rekia every week, despite um, this this past episode, which we thought maybe would 
would change some things. So it still looks like Wendy might hit that threshold first. And uh, like you said in the recap, like Rachel did, she had her bachelorette moment when she was Gabby's uh, shoulder to cry on in that moment was like, I'm going to kill them to the the guys. Like, I thought that would give her a bump, but no, I think Wendy's going to get there first. Yeah, that was my play of the game. It was gorgeous. All the same. (laughs) Gorgeous plays of the game. Let's uh, let's check in with the top five Instagram gains chart for the players of Bachelorette season 19. These are the top five Instagram gains this week. The gold medal in gains goes to Eric Schwer. He gained 4.3K for his LL1 and chemistry play on his early meeting of the families one-on-one date with Gabby, bringing him to 9.2K followers total. The silver medal in gains goes to package deal player Nate Mitchell. He gained 3.6K followers this week for his first flower, bringing him to 15.5K total. And the bronze medal in gains goes to Jason Alabaster. He gained 2.8K this week for loading his all eggs one basket and making his Instagram public, finally, bringing him to 2.9K followers total. Fourth place goes to Tino Franco. He gained 2.2K this week for his All Eggs One Basket and his first flower, bringing him to 9.1K followers total. And rounding out the top five, fifth placing gains goes to Zach Shellcross. He gained 2.2K this week for his double MVP status and mere childhood plane story, bringing him to 6.4K followers. And now for the top five total Instagram chart. Staying at number one. Tried and true, Robert Roby Sobieski holds the lead with 35K total. Jordan Vandergriff is still in second place at 28.8K. Nate Mitchell rose to third with 15.5K total. Quincy Williams has fourth place at 9.7K total. And rounding out the top five is Eric Schwer with 9.2K in fifth place. And now for the top five TikTok chart, it Remains basically unchanged (laughs) since last week. We have Alec Garza holding on to first at 22.5K total. Then Matt LeBaugh at 15.9K total. Chris Austin, the villain edit recipient from last week who went out, 8.9K in third. And then for fourth and fifth place, we got the Young Twins uh, with 6.1K. I have a feeling we're going to see some changes in these. As the weeks to come, there's certain players we will get to who are entering the TikTok fray and I think we'll be jumping up. I agree with you. And now for the segment where we discuss all the goings-ons in Bachelor Nation, this is... Bachelor Nation News. Clues... Mm-hmm. I've been on a mission. I'm trying to find Ooh. the perfect T-shirt. Yeah. Um, because it's spring. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to peacock. Luckily, the perfect T-shirt does exist. And you can find it at Skims. From cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that 
Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in onyx. That's kind of a dark black color. And the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in kyanite, which is kind of like a blue green. And they are both so comfortable. It's basically like you are wearing nothing. Great for free spirit types. Well, for all the free spirits out there right now, you can shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS through 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's Skims. Game of Roses is sponsored by BetterHelp. Clues, uh, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And if you keep them all bottled up, it can affect you negatively. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You might be taking care of your physical body, but are you taking care of that beautiful mind, Clues? Yes. I have benefited from therapy greatly in the past. Uh, It has helped me get through stressful experiences, manage boundaries, learn coping skills, you know, the... The whole premise of life is is kind of a, a, it's a lot to undertake, and therapy can help with that. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire, then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. Clues, it is springtime. It is the off season. It is gore girl summer. The weather's getting warmer. Thank Dark Lord Palmer. And it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and cowls and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, get those staple pieces, and I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces keeping me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I got the cotton modal scoop neck tee. It is so cute. It is literally the first thing I reach for in my dresser when all my clothes are washed. You know those special items. If you are not like Clues, who only wears one outfit. I'm Quince head to toe at this point. I'm a Quince boy. <gasps> I'm a source boy, Quince boy. Let's you got no go. idea. I'm wearing Quince t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince long sleeve t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince sweaters, Quince pants. I'm Quinced. <laughs> Just call me Quinced, King Quinces. Okay. They call me. I love Quince. Okay, Quince. Uh, get warm weather ready with Quince. Be a Quince King yourself or Quince Queen. Go to Quince.com slash roses for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash roses.
Yes. Bachelorette's Nate Olukoya has officially taken his charminance talents to Los Angeles after his breakup with Michelle Young. A U.S. Weekly source also stated that he is not dating Deandra Canoe after rumors swirled about them in the forums. We welcome Olukoya to the LA icons and wish him the best of luck on his influencing journey. Just Try to avoid the Grove. That's a pro tip from Gore. Windekia player Jason Alabaster finally went public on Instagram this week. He was the only player with a private Instagram account on night one. We do not know what caused this change, but we are curious to see him enter the parasocial fray. The other half of the season 20 dynamic duo and professional twin, Emily Ferguson, married William Carlson on Saturday, while her time in-game on Ben Higgins' season ended after going on two two-on-one dates, including defeating Olivia Caridi and her very own sister, Haley Ferguson. We are happy she found her own ring winner. Congrats to the pair. And congrats go out to Bachelorette's J.J. Lane. He and his wife, Kayla Hughes, welcomed their first baby and his second child into our world. Oh, I love that you didn't say dying world like clues. You just said a nice into it's our world. Not- Dying. It'll it's be not, fine. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> and the, <laughs> our next segment is where we discuss all the best parasocial plays of the week. These are the plays that are going on on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, on your computer, etc. This is. The parasocial play, 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 play of the week. Villain edit recipient on Bachelor in Paradise, Alana Milne, ventured into the fray of the sauce wars this week. On her Instagram story, she responded to a prompt, Team Katie or Team Nick. She wrote, Katie, and then the caption... I only feel like I can weigh in on this because Nick's behavior toward Chris was pretty awful, and I unfortunately had a front row seat to a pretty upsetting phone call, along with speculating on his sexuality with the intention to humiliate him. It's a big no from me. Dang. Yeah. Uh, If uh, For those of you who may not remember, when Bachelor in Paradise, um, the last season, was airing, uh, Nick on his podcast decided to I believe it started with comments about Chris's legs because when you come down the stairs uh, on Bachelor in Paradise you they don't like they show you from the legs so that it can be like a mystery and then they reveal who Mm -hmm. it is and Nick went out of his way to say that um, when he first saw the legs of Chris he wasn't sure if it was a man or a woman and then in that episode he goes on to basically just make a bunch of comments that, you know, he doesn't outright say, like, Chris is gay or anything like that. But he, just, like, he's not good with the ladies and just kind of, like, hank, like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's, like... Oh, Lord. It's unnecessary. I did not <laughs> listen to that conversation. That's, um... <laughs> Why? I d- it's it- why he didn't even platform it. <laughs> it's giving um, unnecessary vibes and just it's 
It's giving me an aneurysm. It's giving <laughs> funny little man. Isn't that what Caitlin called? Isn't he just a funny little man or something to Blake on Digging Deeper? Oh, something like that. Oh, God. If you haven't listened to our latest Digging Deeper, it is exquisite. It's so good. Oh, Windekia rookie Ethan Kang was at it again with another TikTok based on his hilarious face play during last week's game when Chris Austin attempted to perform a resurrection interrogation of his <laughs> own tattlers. The caption reads, when you see Chris walk back into the mansion and he recreates his jaw dropping to the song, Riding Solo. The TikTok has 178.3K views and 10.2K likes. TikTok has demolished Instagram in the parasocial wars, and it's refreshing to see a rookie player taking full advantage of the current content vacuum and lack of domination by this season's players in the TikTok space. He had the biggest gain this week of anyone, 610. I'm loving his TikToks. Like, I genuinely, like, go, ha, when I watch them. And that's a lot more than I can say for some other TikToks. Like, He's funny, creative, and I want to see more. I can't wait to see more. He's repeatedly going viral. I know. He doesn't have that many followers, so follow him. It's uh, Ethan Kang 1, I believe. When Decky, a FIMP recipient, Tino Franco took to Instagram to make a very interesting comparison. In a two-slide post, he first included a picture of him and Rekia uh, on their one-on-one time on the football field couch, and then in the second slide is an image of Popeye Peter Weber, Tyler Cameron, and Jed Wyatt from Hannah Brown's infamous rose ceremony, where they all reject Luke Parker's attempted resurrection. The caption reads, best bachelorette pilot construction duo since, swipe right, hashtag the bachelorette journey continues Monday on ABC. While we might have cropped out Wyatt from this post, we love this parasocial play demonstrating that Franco is a student of the game and potentially an indication of Franco's own hero player inspiration, Tyler Cameron. A strong choice indeed. The post has 3.8K likes. I have picked up a slight Tyler Cameron vibe in Tino Franco. Same. And this post to me was like, this man studied the greatest yep. male Instagram player in the game. That's what you gotta do. I was impressed. Our next play was a very interesting parasocial play this week by the early villain edit recipient from the Ultimate Viking Clayton Eckerd season, Cassidy Timbrooks. She took to her, her Instagram stories to make an unusual declaration regarding SpawnCon. It is four posts, but I will be reading them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now that Instagram is literally entirely promoted posts from people you don't know, I want to be crystal effing clear. I will never in my life try to sell anyone anything. All of my social media is completely 100% just for fun. I will never promote a product or partner with a brand. So cringe to me how many people do that. Lol. If you follow me, I want it to be because you're a fellow feminist or find me entertaining. IDK what everyone else is doing. That's just my take. Nerd face emoji. Bruh. I really think gone are the days. Okay, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but that's the first one. That's the gist. <laughs> it's the gist. Oh, and she goes out at Maybelline, never because I got to use Maybelline. Absolute shit, by the way, which... What? I have not personally found to be true, but... I, I have some great staples from Maybelline, like eyeliner, you know? Oh, yeah. I 
Well, I won't say what products I use unless they sponsor us. We are very happy to be sponsored by Maybelline. Absolutely. Will this influencer promise by Cassidy Timbrooks hold up? I don't understand this play, Lizzie. I, it, I don't like, either. Imagine if Cassidy Timbrooks, like, let's say down the road, she does something else that she's super passionate about. Let's just say it's like zoos. I don't know. And then the most perfect fit for her sponsor comes to her and says, hey, we want to sponsor you. Do you want to work out a deal? Are you really telling me that this that you would say no, Cassidy? Like, why why even put this out there? Like, you could be ruining future opportunities. Yeah, I mean, maybe she just won't stick to it. And in that case, sure, I applaud this play. You know, just just put it all out there. Get people talking. Stay in the mix. You know what? I will give her that. She's in the mix. She is in the mix. She's not on Paradise, but she's still in the mix. (laughs) And that's better than nothing. Speaking of getting jobs from your time in game, in an extraordinary play, Rachel Rachel Recchia used her status as a sitting crown to ask United Airlines for a job. In an Instagram story, United Airlines posted a Twitter thread between Rachel Recchia and United Airlines in which Recchia responded to a bachelorette tweet with the tweet, can I have a job, question mark. United responded, how about a one-on-one date? First at our flight training center, question mark. And Recchia posted the caption, I'm taking this as a yes, angel face emoji. We love to see players and especially crowns using their positions to parlay into the new career paths they want. I love that United is just scooping up all of the Bachelor players. All of their pilots are going to be like ex-reality stars at one point. (laughs) Like, isn't that the dream? (laughs) Yes, I want to go on a flight that is piloted by either Rachel or Pete and then co-piloted by either Rachel or Pete. I want a Rachel-Pete pilot duo now. All of these were strong plays. (laughs) However, there could only be one winner. Our parasocial play of the week goes to Tammy Lee. She posted a reel of her and parasocial powerhouse Katie Thurston getting ready for bed after a night of drinking. In it, Lee is desperately trying to get an inebriated Thurston to do her nighttime skincare routine. And Tammy is wearing our new Gore logo shirt. I screamed when I saw this. It was so relatable. It was chef's kiss. The caption reads, drunk skincare routine with Katie Thurston. Friends don't let friends sleep with makeup on. The video has 97.9K views, 2.9K likes. We love this relatable dynamic duo. Washing your face is hard. And for Lee to demonstrate her pit dumb and a gore tot during it, gorgeous. It was extremely gorgeous. And I just got to say, shout out to Tammy because... I am also the friend that basically attacks other friends if we're sleeping over and they're like, no, I'll just do it in the morning. I'm like, hun, absolutely not. You get that. You have to get your makeup off. You do not sleep with that on. You will get. I know. But once you get into. Remember, we talked about atomic habits the last time uh, we podcasted together. (laughs) It's just you. If you do it for 21 days, it'll become second nature where you'll get home after a long night out and you'll be like, I can't even go to sleep until I wash my face. So shout out Tammy Lee. And also you can look exactly like Tammy if you go to gameofroses.co and pick up 
your very own Gore logo shirt. I thought you were going to say if you wash your face every night. (laughs) And that, and that. You'll look exactly like her. God, I wish. (laughs) She has gorgeous skin. I love to see this type of content. Number one, a cute, funny idea. Number two, it has Gore merch in it. And this completely objective parasocial play of the week, of course, has to go to Tammy. (laughs) Of course. But there's another parasocial world out there. That's the parasocial world of the creatures. That's right, Pace Case. Windekia rookie Spencer Swiez posed with his brand new pup, Sunny, in a four-slide Instagram main grid post where Spencer puts Sunny in his hoodie and lets her drink from his water bottle. During the watchback is a fantastic time to reveal a new creature and hint at the cute content to come. I suggest every Windekia rookie adopts a puppy right now. Absolutely. Immediately. It's a boy. Mari and Kenny, Paradise Ring winners, teased the fourth audience with what looked like an ultrasound of a human baby pictures, but were actually black and white photos of their new pup, Eleven. This is a stunning parasocial play, getting the engagement of a baby ultrasound pic reveal, but without all the work of having to be pregnant and have a child. So... Eleven, you are our parasocial creature of the week. Absolutely brilliant. Like, such a great idea from Kenny and Mari. Love it. I gotta say, I, I underestimate them sometimes as a parasocial couple. I, re- I do too. And then they'll come out of nowhere. Again, I, I'm waiting for the next Scaring Kenny video compilation that Mari likes to put out where she scares him and it's just him being scared for like a minute. It's she, they both are. I would break up with my partner. (laughs) (laughs) Just around every corner, just scaring you. A terrifying way to live. (laughs) Very terrifying. Constant fear. But good content. Well, we always support that here at Gore. And now for the segment of the pod where we delve deep into the pit and issue forth our screams about how we maybe, maybe have developed a perhaps unhealthy relationship with the TV program, The Bachelor. This is... Screams from the Pit! Grace Ann, what is your scream? My scream this week is uh, an interesting one. So as some of you may know, I went on a pretty uh, long and strenuous journey to find the dark seasons, the seasons we call two through seven of The Bachelor. And I did that during COVID when nothing was going on. And now I am working on two other things with Gore One is finding some old Bachelorette seasons that we don't have in our, that we just don't have them. We don't have the videos yet. And I have to Mm -hmm. kind of find them and they're, you know, I'll find an episode here, episode there. And I'm also working. Which ones are you missing? I am missing, oh man, I don't remember which ones Clues has, but right now I'm trying to find Jen. And I believe Chad has all of the Meredith. Phillips uh, episodes, but I'm also working on another project that Clues kind of sparked my 
curiosity because I'm also very curious about this. And we all know here in Bachelor Nation that when Elon Gale was a producer with The Bachelor, for a while, he was pretty much at the top of the hierarchy of producers. And now that he's gone, we are trying to basically construct for our own, I guess you could say, just for us to have a producer tree of current producer hierarchy. And it's, again, these two projects, they're the very intense work that I've uh, been known for, you could say. And as I do, Mm -hmm. I'm talking with a guy and I ask him what he's doing. You know, hey, what are you doing? He tells me that he is upstate indexing a uh, art collection from like the Rockefeller, something very like cool and and uh, very niche. He's an art dealer. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and at that, <laughs> po- <laughs> at that point, I was uh, uh, pretty deep into uh, asking around about a certain producer, trying to figure out if they had any Instagrams. And I'm like, I don't want to lie to this man. I don't want to start out whatever our relationship may be, friendship, whatever, on lies. But I also don't want to tell him that I'm literally stalking other producers from a reality show that I don't even know to find out who and where they are on the tree of producer hierarchy. (laughs) So I said, just... um, bachelor stuff and he asked more he he inquired further and then i just broke down and i and i gave it all to him and surprisingly it didn't scare him away but uh i tried to hold it back but i couldn't yeah you both have your niche interests <laughs> that you're doing very in-depth things yes. for i think that sounds like two perhaps soulmates i don't know <laughs> you both have your passions i mean who knows Maybe he's my soulmate, or maybe he'll ghost me next week. What's your scream, (laughs) Case Case? Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven day program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by get this 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, Mm. they have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the... Tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. Sweaters, candles, 
The dreaded bathrobe? Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabooli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. It's the next best thing to, to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things and I need an easy install. And this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. (laughs) The title of your memoir. (laughs) Is he my soulmate or is he ghosting me? If you follow my, my... my journey on Instagram, you might already know part of this story. <laughs> but on Sunday, <laughs> I am in Min Lake Country, Minnesota, the land of 10,000 lakes. Ooh. It's also Young Country, Michelle Young. And so I was going out for a boat day, going on a boat, going on Lake Minnetonka. And we're we're cruising. Everything's going great. You know, it's a nice day. We've got a whole group of friends together to enjoy the the lake life, as they say. Oh yeah. <laughs> and suddenly, there starts to be some sort of a sputtering of the engine of the boat, and suddenly the boat stops. And the captain is a little panicked. That captain is Jake. (laughs) And he opens up the back of the engine. Smoke. There is smoke coming out of the engine. No, there was actual smoke? Yes. And the smell was something of something burning, which is not what you want on Mm. your boat day. (laughs) So... Something is wrong with the engine. We still don't know actually what happened. Um, it's the first time it's ever happened oh. to this this boat or this group of people. So we were stranded um, for hours on the lake. And in many ways, it's kind of what you were going to do on a lake day anyway, where you're <laughs> like, well, we were going to just chill here. But 
The vibe is very different. Let me tell you. <laughs> when you're stranded. It is. it is less joyous. You know, I guess I'm somewhat of a fool archetype myself. I'm trying to like make jokes and, you know, get people drinking and <laughs> making a good time of it. But yeah. we're not, we're not anchored in a very good place. The, oh. the, we're not in a calm location for like swimming. Um, it's choppy. But... <laughs> We end up getting rescued by a friend and they tow us back to, and we have to like go through this narrow bridge and make sure we don't hit the bridge. And then they tow us back to the parking spot of the boat. I forget what you call it. Uh, I want to say a slip, but I don't know. And in order to get it in this like narrow slip, we basically have to like... (laughs) Jake and his friend have to get in the water, put their feet on, you know, whatever is next to the docks on the ground. Oh, can't be good. And push the (laughs) push the boat into this spot. I somehow end up in the captain's chair. I'm holding on to the wheel and the right side of the dock. Everyone is now like trying to push this boat into this. It's very windy. It was actually a very stressful part. I I didn't film this part, Um, but. I suddenly, and I'm like worried because Jake's in the water. Yeah. It's kind of chaotic. There's other boats around. And um, I don't want there to be an accident. And nothing bad happened, to be clear. Spoiler alert. Um, Spoiler alert. (laughs) But I hear, (laughs) I hear like this third friend, and I thought he had gotten in the water to help them. And it turns out at the end of it that <laughs> we finally get the boat in. It turns out that friend had just dipped himself. He had had to pee so badly that he had like jumped in at <laughs> like and was hanging off the boat. He was hanging off the boat next to Jake and was pissing while no, she was trying to push no, the boat no. in. It was like literally the worst 10 minutes you could do this ever. I don't know what <laughs> oh, happened. Oh no. But Jake is getting pissed on and then there's like <laughs> This other friend is pushing it in. And it turns out that because the wind is so powerful, this friend can't get back on the boat. So another girl who's on the boat has to grab his arms and is holding onto him as he's dangling off the boat. Oh, my gosh. We we got it all in. And my scream is that (laughs) I you know what I kept thinking about when we were in this? What? I was thinking about Michelle and Nate's lake (laughs) boat date. On the waters of Minnetonka where they got to meet her friends and how, you know, that's the day that I was picturing in my mind as, you know, my kind of like hometown meeting of the friends date. And then what I experienced was something much different. It was chaotic and stressful and very funny in retrospect. But yeah, I'm my my main question is, were you thinking about the Michelle Young, Nate lake date meeting of the friends while all the chaos at the end was going on (laughs) she's nodding her head yes 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 because it was my it was my dream for this day i was like this is what this day will be like and then when all that stuff was happening i was thinking about like what if this had happened during their day i'm like they would have just they just had a replacement boat ready obviously it wouldn't have (laughs) happened but this is what you experience when you're in young country 
Absolutely. Life-threatening screams. I can't wait for, I mean, what else are you going to get up to while you're there? That's going to, I mean, is next week's scream, next week's scream could be also a life-threatening scream. We never know. Well, no, no, it won't be. I'm knocking on wood. Well, we are actually recording this on a Wednesday when we usually record Twibbon on Thursdays because I am driving somewhere. I'm going to something of the lakes to go fishing. Lake of the Woods. That's where we're going to go fishing. It sounds uh, cool. Lake of the Woods. Yes. We're going to catch walleye. <laughs> That's the plan, which is a type of fish. <laughs> I'm Wow. I didn't know you knew so much about fish. Press. I'm going to be a new woman next week. Just you, you wait. <laughs> you come in, you're like, Grace saying you thought you're the only one with the Southern accent. Well, I've been fishing and I found a fish that looks exactly like Jesse Palmer. And that's my scream. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, now that's all I'm going to be thinking. I'm going to look at their faces now. This is going to be horrible. All right, now let's hear a scream from our Discord where Grace Ann selects, you know, the the best scream each week. Mm-hmm. that people share you can record one minute screams on there and on our patreon and uh perhaps we'll play it and listen to it who is today's scream from it is from caitlin julia let's go hey pace case and clues i have a scream to share with my fellow pit dwellers i recently started a new job and i'm still getting to know my coworkers and make a good impression I told one of them that he looks a lot like a recent Bachelorette contestant, which inevitably turned into a discussion of the beloved game. Much to my dismay, he had never seen the show, so I immediately started monologuing about everything he needed to know. I guess my squawking intrigued him because he decided to skip the gym that night and watch the document instead. The first thing he said to me at work the next day was that he was really entertained by the chaos and would definitely continue watching. I knew in this moment that I had ruined the rest of his life, but it also meant I could drag him further into the pit. I broke out into a full-blown sales pitch for Game of Roses, informing him of the power of PTCs, why it's important to raise your love level, and of course, the subsport. I'm sure this conversation helped to show my professionalism. I'm not sure how long I can hold off telling him about the sauce wars, but time will tell. Praise be Gore and our beloved game. Amazing. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Thank you, Caitlin and Julia, for this <laughs> scream. I love when a scream is work-related and it's maybe going to affect your means of income. (laughs) Um, Getting a person to skip the gym to watch The Bachelor is incredible. I feel a little guilty. I would I would suggest maybe that there's a way to combine them, like maybe walk on the treadmill and watch to not completely ruin this person's life. But then how would you get, how would you take copious amounts of notes if you're walking and watching the game? You gotta, you, he needs to, the next step in his pitdom that she's gonna do is she's gonna give him worksheets and be like, okay, you're gonna take notes with me. So he'll be skipping the gym and there's no walking involved in that. He has to sit laser focused on the TV and take notes or else. I feel like if he is entertained by chaos, he might like our podcast. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I love the the power of the PTC, teaching him the subsport. I also love this interpretation of like the sauce wars is so deep that it's like 
I I save that for once we're really close friends. I explain the sauce word. <laughs> once I really trust him, that's that's like you know. I, I'm somebody who has trust issues, but like if I really end up trusting someone, that's when I'll tell them about the sauce wars. <laughs> <laughs> that's your your PTC is the sauce wars. Yes. So there's this war going on. <laughs> I am very curious to see how this uh, work relationship. I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's like you're bonding with a coworker. You'll then have something to talk about. I mean, I think it's part of what helped me keep up my bachelor watching watching is like half the staff of the good place watch the bachelor. So we would just talk about it at lunch. Being real. It is such as people who also watch it. It's <laughs> people who also watch it. It's an easy way to get the conversation going. Like if I was at a party last week. It was just like a intimate little patio party, but there were new people there who just so happened to also watch The Bachelor. And while I didn't drag them fully down into the pit, it was like an easy gateway into like more meaningful conversations. So mm -hmm. uh, it was, I, I totally get what you're saying. And I, I think what she's doing is good. I think she's going to make a new buddy for life now. I I was at a party not recently, but <laughs> somewhat recently where they I found out that the person was like a housewives person and we just instantly it was yep. like this person goes from a stranger to my new best friend. Literally, yes. Depending on their takes. That it, I'm telling you, I did the same thing, but with Love Island, somebody uh, since you're behind, I won't say, but I said a certain couple's name. And this person was like, yes, they're my favorite. And I immediately knew, OK. I like him. We'll be friends. Oh, my God. I'm catching up on UK. It's so good. It's so good. Well, <sighs> thank you so much to Caitlin, Julia, for sharing this screen with us. Thank you to her coworker for, for listening, giving us a download. We love that. And I look forward to her eventually giving her coworker a Sauce Wars t-shirt for Secret Santa or something. <laughs> That's a good idea once they're best <laughs> friends <laughs> and now for this segment where we ask the most important question of the day pace case what is that dual bat it has been 7031 days without an asian bachelor praise be Dark Lord Palmer. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then 